What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast, teaching you how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern social media strategies. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about the first type of ad campaign that every business should set up. And we're going to be talking about one of two options. One is for those of you who don't have a proven offer yet, and the other is for those of you who already know your product sells, you maybe even have an audience and an email list already built, where should you get started? And we are going to be talking briefly about the first one, but I'm going to be showing you exactly how to do the second one. And this is going to be a lot better explained if you can watch it visually. So this is on YouTube. You can go to the description right now and switch over to YouTube so you can watch me just do this on my screen. Otherwise, I know a lot of you can only listen to audio, so I'm going to be doing my best to explain this for those of you who can only listen right now. So before we jump in, as a reminder, I am still on the race to 10K subscribers by 2024. I'm at 3,100 right now. If I get to 10K by 2024, I will be picking a subscriber to win my 12-week Done With You paid ad a coaching program where I teach you how to run paid ads in your company yourself, and I will be paying for your ads up to a $500 ad credit, which is significant for the type of ad campaign we run. It's sometimes even the entire budget you want to run just because it's a great way to just get started and get your feet wet with ads without uh, a ton of overhead. But yeah, you'll be getting a $500 ad credit as well as winning the program. So might as well give yourself a chance. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel and head over there to watch this if you can. Otherwise, let's get started. So first off, I'm going to be explaining why this is a great ad campaign to start with. So there are two ad campaigns that I recommend a business start with. And the first one is for those of you who don't have a proven offer yet. Maybe you just came out with a a clothing store. You have no idea if your designs are going to sell. Of course, you're bullish that they will. But if you've only gotten sales to friends and family and you haven't sold it to a cold audience online, we still have some product proofing to do. And maybe you do know your product will sell, but you don't know how to package it up yet. You don't know exactly who your target client is. And when you have all these question marks, if you don't know the sales messaging that works the best, your your niche, your pricing, the exact way that you package it, if you don't know all of those things for sure, then the first type of ad campaign is actually not going to be retargeting ads that I recommend, um, especially if you don't have an audience yet. Because if you don't have an audience, then there's no one to retarget. So if you don't have an audience yet or any of the other things that I talked about, get my free course in the description right now called How to Build and Monetize a Following in 90 Days or Less. And that will walk you through the first ad campaign that I'll recommend. And the reason why that works so well is because you can spend 500 to to $1,000 and get conclusive evidence of who your niche is, what your targeting should be, and uh, your pricing, all of that stuff, that's going to be very clear to you on a small ad budget. If you go right out and you just try to make an ad campaign where you try to sell your product without knowledge of all of these things, it usually costs about three to five thousand dollars before you kind of before you get any kind of uh, definitive evidence of what you should be doing, if that. So that's why I don't really recommend if you don't know if your product is destined to sell yet or who's, who to sell it to, 
then I would not run an ad campaign where you're just trying to sell the product right away. I would run the ad campaign that I talk about in that free course, so grab that. Now, for the rest of you, if you already have some sales, you have an audience on just any platform at all, maybe you have an email list, maybe you got a a Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, if you have any audience at all, and you know there's a bunch of those people who are almost going to buy, but they haven't bought yet, the reason why you want to start with retargeting ads is because even if you ran an ad campaign to cold traffic, those campaigns only work in combination with retargeting ads. So for instance, if I was trying to sell apparel and I already knew I get sales, I've been doing this for a while, I've done you know 10 grand plus in sales, so I know that as long as I get my product in front of the right people, sales are gonna happen. If you went out and you just tried to do 20% off this t-shirt and you only had that one ad running to a cold audience, it actually does not work profitably. And the reason why is because people need repetition before they actually buy something, usually about seven to 10 times before they were going to make a purchase. And you can't just hit them with the same ad every time and expect that to be the most effective campaign that you can do. Usually a when a company, like let's take for example, an e-commerce company Trying to sell a massage gun. If they just have one video that explains what the massage gun does and they target people who have never heard of them before and that's all they run, that usually won't work. What works is that they get people who have engaged with that video, who have watched that video to the end, who have clicked over to their website, who have added it to cart, and then they run separate ads called retargeting ads where these people who have already shown this initial interest get hit a bunch more times so that they can be converted. So we run cold ads just to get people to raise their hand and see, are you interested? And if you've given us some kind of engagement that shows us that you're interested, now we're going to run a separate series of retargeting ads to actually close you. And unless you run ads where you have cold ads and warm ads and even like the hot ads, the urgency ads, like, hey, it's the sales ending now, to really close people, then usually just the cold ads by themselves have very little chance to ever be profitable. So for that reason, if we can't first set up warm uh, ad retargeting to people who are already in your audience and close them, then you shouldn't even be worried about uh, making cold ads with warm ads and having them both be a guest because now you're not sure exactly which one is working or not. If we can set up warm retargeting ads to your current audience that starts bringing you sales consistently, now we can move to let's add the cold ads as part of this and know that when we're not getting the results we want, then we can just point the finger at the cold ads because we already know that the warm retargeting ads are proven to work with people who already know about us. So it's just a matter of adding the cold ads. So let's look on my computer here as to the first thing that you're going to want to set up. So I'm in my blank ads account right now and we're gonna go to audiences. And I'm gonna show you the four types of custom audiences that you can create. Now, what a custom audience is, is it has three potential things that you can do with it. You can run ads to these people, you can exclude these people from seeing your ads, or you can create a lookalike audience of these people. So I'll explain what that is in a second. But for those of you watching with me on YouTube, you can see all of these different options that we have to create a custom audience out of. The first one here is your website. So this would be saying people who have visited your website, or you can be even more specific. So, uh, there we go. Sweet. Um, so 
you'll need a Facebook Pixel installed. I'm not going to cover that in this video. Hopefully, you already have that. You put the Facebook Pixel code in the header of your website so it can actually track people. But when you come in here to create a Facebook audience out of the website visits, you can either say anyone who has visited my website at all. That can be an audience that we run ads to or exclude from ads. Um, but we're not going to be talking about that today. We're just going to be talking about running ads to them. You can also say people who have visited specific web pages. So maybe you say, look, if they just went to the home screen or they just check out my blog, then no, I don't want to run, run ads to them. But if they've been to any of my product pages, I want to run ads to them. If they've added the product to their cart, I want to run ads to them. If they've added it to cart and then initiated checkout, I want to run ads to them. Or if they've bought something from me in the past, I want to run ads to them. So lots of different ways that you can uh, choose to run with the website data. The other thing here is you can see customer list. So your website pixel will only track up to the last 180 days. And if you've been getting sales for longer than 180 days or just having people visit your website, a way that you can do it is you can give them an email list and then Facebook will take those emails and match them up to respective Facebook and Instagram uh, accounts. So if you've been collecting purchases for a long time, then you can put in the customer list, export it as a CSV file, and then it will find all of those people's accounts and then you can run ads to them. And uh, creating a lookalike audience out of people who have purchased in the past is also a great idea. So I'll explain that real quick. Basically, a lookalike audience is you say, hey, Facebook, here are 2,000 people who have bought a product from me in the past. I need you to find the top 1% of America or whatever country that you're trying to target that is most similar to them and take into regard every little thing about them. So this is why this is typically one of the best audiences to run cold ads to would be a lookalike audience of people who have purchased from you in the past, because it's going to look at not just their age and demographics, but all of their interests, their purchasing behavior, the time that they're online, just literally every little thing about them will be considered and that's why it's usually the cream of the crop audience to advertise to would be a lookalike of all purchasers. So I could also say, give me a lookalike of anyone who has visited my website, find people just like them online. That is going to be used in cold ads, though. So that's why you don't need to worry about it now. You wouldn't use any kind of lookalike audiences for warm retargeting. That is just for cold. But I figured I, I should explain that because when you know of all the capabilities of what you can do in Facebook ads, it makes it a lot easier to start putting together some marketing campaign ideas. You also can see there's app activity. That's only going to be for those of you who have an app. Offline activity, that's for like if you have a store and you can like target people who have visited your store. Uh, and then the other ones, though, that everyone could be concerned with would be this one down here, video. So you can say people who have liked or commented on a video that you've posted. And this can be organic or it can be cold ads. Or you can say someone who has watched more than 50%, 75%, or 90% of a certain video. So let's say that you've done a bunch of different reels on your product out there. You sell apparel or you do a coaching program. Let's talk about like a fitness coaching program as one of the examples today. So let's say you do a fitness coaching program and you've posted all these reels on how to do back workouts and arm workouts and all these types of workouts. What you can say is, Find me the people who have watched more than 90% of this video, this video, this video, or this video. And then it can retarget those people. So a lot of times engaging 
people who have just watched a certain length of your video is a great way to do it because not everyone hits the like button, even if they liked it. So for that reason, we don't want to just be like, only the people who have liked my post or commented because some people just like watch it over and over and never hit the like button. And whenever I hear my friends say that they're one of those people i'm always like analyzing their social media behavior i'm like just hit the freaking like button okay you have no idea what it's like being a small creator we need those likes but yeah that it's a, another thing that you can target is people who have watched a certain percentage of your videos uh instagram account and facebook page these are going to be basically the same thing this is what a lot of you are going to do so you can target people who have engaged with any of your posts up to a 365 day period and so it would be liked commented or saved or shared your post you can target those people and that goes for facebook or instagram you can also target anyone who has visited your profile or you can target anyone who has sent you a message now that message is probably going to be a small audience but the cool thing is is you can combine all these two so this is just showing you like who are we going to run these retargeting ads to you can put all of them in there you could say anyone who's ever visited my website all of these emails that I have from customers who have downloaded my free resources or have bought something in the past, anyone who's engaged with my Instagram, anyone who's visited my Instagram profile, anyone who sent me a message on Instagram or Facebook, put all of those in there, and then that can be your retargeting audience, uh, but you just have to know all of your options uh, for that. So that covers that section. Let's go into what these ads should actually be and how to set this up. So now that I'm in Ads Manager, what you're gonna do is you're gonna click the Create button. Hey, Bar & Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-host sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar & Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! And we are going for sales. And you're going to want to always just tell Facebook exactly what you're going for. Now, here is something that I needed to mention before. A lot of people think, why would I run paid ads to people who are already in my organic audience? If I already have their email, why don't I just email them about the sale? If, I already, if they already follow me, why do I need to run ads to them and pay for it? The reason why is because organic marketing is rarely the frequency that it needs to be in order to close these warm prospects. So let's say you have someone that follows you on Instagram and you have their email. You send them an email and uh, they don't open it, okay? And then you post on Instagram and they do see it, but they were at work and they, you didn't really catch them at a good time, so they don't really watch the post and they just scroll right on. That's what is happening, all right? So you can't just rely on, yeah, so they, they'll open all the emails and they'll read all the emails and then they'll see my post and then they'll read through the whole thing and I caught them at the right time of day. If people need about seven to 10 times of seeing a promotion before they would do it, you're not going to get that through your organic marketing. Even if you send all these emails, like if you get a 30% open rate, you're doing really well. So you'd have to send 21 emails with at a 30% open rate before uh, some of those people would see it se seven times, right? Just, uh, I know there's a lot of factors to that, but just doing the basic math there, 
you're not going to send 21 emails probably about a sale because you don't want to annoy people at that level. If you're running like a one week sale, you're probably not going to send them 21 emails. You're probably not going to do 21 Instagram posts. And when these people buy things, Facebook knows that. So when you tell them I'm looking for sales, what they're going to do is they're going to show these ads to these people at the time that they are most likely to buy things online. And it is also going to keep up the repetition with people that show interest. So if they've seen the ad a couple times and they just keep scrolling past, like no matter how many times they see it, they just scroll past it. They never like it. They, they never even spend any time on the post. They're going to chill out on those people. If you have some people that they've liked the post, they zoom in on the image every time, they always open up the caption, they've even visited the website that the ad is leading to, they've added it to cart. If they can see that they're getting all these behaviors, but they haven't made a, a purchase yet, then they're going to see the ad more times. So Facebook and Instagram knows when a customer is really interested and when they're on the fence, and they're going to keep showing them the ads until the sale happens, and then the ads are going to turn off. Pretty much uh, always the ads will say, all right, cool, we got the sale, that was the objective, and then it's going to stop showing it to them. And the other thing about this is a lot of times we need to close people with like testimonials or like frequently asked questions and just kind of handling their objections. You can't, you, you should not post testimonials organically because that's just a bad post. That will just start to ruin your engagement over time because that's not entertainment. That's not free value. It's not what you should be posting organically. And for that reason, the posts that actually close people that are on the fence are not usually posts that you're going to be making a reel out of that are going to go to people who have never heard of you before. When you're making a reel, you're trying to sh make a post that introduces you to people who have never heard of you before and and gets them to follow you. So it really is completely different. You can't just say, oh, they're already in my organic audience. They're not going to get the correct information in order to buy. Because if you've ever posted a testimonial where it's just a screenshot of a customer who has been happy with their purchase, you're going to get no likes on it because that's not what people want to see. They're not like, oh, good for you, business. They're just like boring, right? They just scroll on. It would be very difficult to turn a case study into a trending post for people who have never heard of you. So when you're posting organically, you're making content content in order to gain new followers. When you're doing retargeting ads, you're trying to pe close people on the fence. So it's completely different posts in general too, is why there's so many people ready to buy in your audience right now that will never buy unless you run retargeting ads to them because it's just completely, the information they need is not even what you should be posting, all right? So I'm gonna make that very clear. Now, going back into the campaign here, we're setting this up, okay, retargeting ads, and you can just call it like summer 2023, okay? The, this first level here, the campaign is just a, essentially a folder that everything is going to be in. Hence, there's like this folder icon right here. So if you're running a Black Friday sale, if you're running a giveaway, if you're running just some kind of campaign, it's just the name of what you're doing. And you're not gonna wanna select any of these other options here. So I, I'm not going to be detailing those, although I do have a video uh, on my channel that was posted a couple months ago that, uh, that is called the Instagram ads course or the Facebook ads course that you've been needing to hear. So find that on my channel, or I'll try to remember to link that in the description below if you just wanna know what every single button does. Um, but moving along here, the next level is the ad set name. So this is going to be your audience of who you're targeting and where you're targeting them. That's what the ad set is, the who and the where. So we're gonna put warm audience as the ad set name. Going down here, 
maximum number of conversions, the conversion event we are going for is the purchase. And then um, we are going to set everything else down here. Now, where what you would do is under custom audiences is where you would select those audiences that you made before. So let's say that you made a custom audience of anyone who's engaged with your Instagram in the last 365 days and anyone who's visited your website over the last 180 days because websites capped at 180, uh, social media engagement is capped at 365. And you just start adding, you're like, oh yeah, and then my email list of people who have bought in the past what you're going to do here is just all of those will display under your custom audiences and you're just going to click all of them. All right. So you're going to select all of those and then you are going to just leave it at that. Uh, you don't really need to worry about setting the uh, the age like location. Even you probably just want to open that up because when you're doing a retargeting ad, like unless you can't even possibly sell outside the United States or wherever you sell, like put where you can possibly sell. But because these are these people have already engaged with you in the past, then that's why we're not really trying to cap off a lot of these things. All right. Now, if you're selling something that they have to be a certain age, like put in all of those things. Otherwise, you're not trying to say my target demographic is 25 to 45 because if someone is 46 and they have added it, their, your product to their cart on their website, you don't want to uh, cap that person off. So with the retargeting ads, we're not really trying to be as picky about these other Th these other settings because the fact that they've already been engaging with you is enough to know that they are someone that we want to get the word out to. And then down here at the bottom, you can either do advantage plus placements. So this is the where uh, that I was talking about. So if I go to manual placements, you can see, do you want this to be on Facebook video feeds, right? Column, Facebook stories, Instagram stories, you want it to be on reels. Typically, doing manual placements and then going through and deselecting the ones where the ad's just not going to look good, right? If you put like a nine by 16 image in here, you're gonna want that to be on Instagram and Facebook stories, but you're not gonna want that to be on the feed because it's just gonna cut it off as a one by one image and it's gonna look weird. Similarly, similarly, if you have a one by one image, it might kind of look weird on Instagram and Facebook stories. Not always, it, it just looks like a one by one on someone's story, but just know like based off of the ad that you've created, if it would look good or not, you probably wanna go into manual and then deselect all the ones where you know it's not gonna look good because otherwise it's just gonna put it everywhere and, uh, and it might look kind of weird in some of those locations. So you're gonna wanna do manual. And then going to here, this is where you'd actually upload your ads. You'd put in your, um, your, uh, your caption, your images, all of that good stuff. So I'm not gonna be creating an actual image here, but I'm going to be telling you of some ideas that would be good to run. There's four major types of retargeting ads that you'll want to be using. The first one I like to call a value boost ad. So knowing where this customer is, they've engaged with you, they know what's up, and they're, they haven't bought yet that means they just need a little bit more value, right? That could be one of the possible reasons why they haven't bought yet. So let's say that your main approach to selling a fitness coaching program is get in shape in 90 days and work with me once a week for the 12 weeks and we'll get you in shape, right? So like that's the main pitch and some of those people engage with it. If we needed to give them a value boost, what we could say is, um, by the way, it's low impact, very low injury risk, um, work out with a trainer with this many years of experience, uh, do 
the types of workouts that you're going to learn and be able to carry with you into the future. After you complete this training with the personal trainer, you'll be able to better coach yourself in the future. And a lot of times this value boost is essentially the not like your main sales pitch, but the things that are like good value, but they're not what you lead with, right? So let's say you're selling a massage gun. Your main pitch is going to be uh, reduce your recovery time in half. But then if someone hadn't bought yet and we needed to give them a little bit more value, maybe that's when you say it comes with four detachable heads for uh, your shoulders, your back, your legs, and uh, pinpoint your precise injuries with these four detachable uh, attachable heads and the battery life is 12 hours long so bring it on the road with you value boosts that aren't what you would want your main campaign to be around but are still very good information so like they haven't bought yet but they're curious so that would be the first type would be a value boost type of retargeting ad the second one would be social proof so sometimes maybe they're like okay i get it i understand that you say it's all great but like is it really so they just need to see testimonials which again you don't want to post as an organic post but you can be doing screenshots of testimonials and then anyone who has visited your website but hasn't bought yet you can be running customer testimonials to them both images or videos just so they can get that extra social proof and be ready to buy the third type of retargeting ad would be handling objections which is basically just answering any questions they might have so let's say you're selling a fitness coaching program and it's like a personal training session and they, what would their questions be maybe they want to know like what times are available for me to come in and do this is anything else included do i need to bring a towel and do i need to bring water like what do i need to bring in when i come and how long are these coaching sessions uh what if i am totally out of shape right now all these kind of questions that whatever you are used to hearing from customers before they buy you would create some ads that address these questions. So you have to have a very good understanding of your sales process. And that's why I'm always a big proponent of get people on a phone before a phone call before you know exactly how to sell it because they'll actually tell you their objections and them visiting your website will never result in this information. But if you know that these are what they always ask, they need to know these couple questions they need to uh, have those answered before they can make a purchase. So that would be the third type. And then the fourth type would be urgency. So typically you just run the urgency type ads to people who have already been on your website, added it to cart or gotten to a further level than just people who have ever engaged with you. But if you have a coaching program that is starting on November 10th and you have to sign up by November 10th, then especially in the last couple of weeks, you'd run, want to run urgency type retargeting ads ads that says, hey, it's closing soon, make sure to sign up right now. And it just is based around you're, you're running out of time and just really trying to get them to pull the trigger. So those are the four types of retargeting ads that I recommend setting up. And I obviously I don't have enough time to just create all of these ad campaigns, nor do I probably have your attention span that long. But that is everything you need to know about getting started with with retargeting ads. Now, if you are still not wanting to do this, you don't have the time to do it, you're not sure how to do it, and you don't want to try and spend a bunch of money to figure this out, 
book a call with me personally below. I'm still liking to take my own calls to meet you guys just to make sure before my team would take on your ads that it's something that we can definitely do. So book a call with me because there's two options that I can help you. For those of you who want to learn how to do this on your own, I have my 12-week Done With You program where we run an entire ad campaign together so you can't screw it up and by the end of it, you'll know what to do for your own business. The second way is if you just have no time at all and you want me to just do it all for you. You. So the done with you or the done for you options, either way, book a call with me to start and we can implement these ad strategies into your business much more effectively, much quicker and not have to have a bunch of failed campaigns first and waste all this money to figure it out because I've already figured it out running ads for over 150 different businesses. And if your business could be the next one that I run profitable ads for, I will let you know. And if I don't think I could do it for you, I will also let you know, honestly, because I I don't want to touch any company that I don't think I could actually make better after I am done with it. And in that case, I will be honest with you and I will tell you what I would do to get ready to start running ads. So yeah, that is the other option for you. If you're like, this shit is over my head. I don't want to do it. I just want you to help me out with it. Then book a call with me ASAP while we still have openings below. Appreciate you all for listening. Be sure you're subscribed and I will talk to you soon.